0: Hi everybody, it's Joey Remini from SeekingBalance.com.au. I'm a vestibular audiologist and neuroplasticity therapist, and I'm the author of Rock Steady. So this is my book, which was released. Gosh, when was it released? I've forgotten. Maybe six months ago, and we've had to go. We've we've we had to go into a um, a republishing, reprinting, re-release phase because the first release was so successful, and so. I'm getting excited for september we've actually got an audiobook coming out and the next round of publishing is going to be really beautiful quality it's going to have a different feel to the book and there's going to be an added index so because we're getting excited about this new re-release of rocksteady the book i have approached my community members who read the the first release of the book and said i would love you to share with the world, how the books impacted your life, because it's, it's a really important conversation. I'm an avid reader, and I do think books can change us and can touch us. And I suppose that's why I enjoyed writing this book so much. I felt very called to offer people a resource that they could touch and hold and walk around with them and revisit. And it's different to logging onto a computer and listening to digital resources, which are also excellent, but this is tangible. So today I want to introduce you to Dana from Canada and she has very generously offered her time to to chat about the Rocksteady book and to give it her review and I'm thrilled to meet you and I'm thrilled to have you here so welcome.
1: Thank you, thank you so much.
0: I would love you to share with the listeners just a little bit about how you came across the book so what was your journey to discover Rocksteady?
1: Um, yeah, I was in a pretty bad car accident. And things kind of went downhill from there. And um, I suffered with concussion and, and, and things that I didn't know about at the time. And uh, nine months ago, I woke up uh, with terrible sp- spinning, the room was spinning, I was spinning, vomiting, kind of came from nowhere, Um, went to the hospital, they said, Oh, you have crystals in your ears, they did all these maneuvers. And they said, Oh, you'll, you'll, you're going to be fine. Um, And I wasn't. (laughs) So, um, like probably many of you, I went from doctor to doctor to doctor, because I didn't know what was wrong. And my background is I'm a registered nurse. And I'm also a high school teacher. So I was able to kind of jump the cues a little bit because of connections and stuff. So I probably saw a lot of doctors in a short period of time, considering it's Canada and things are pretty slow here uh, with socialized medicine. So um I was devastated because I was so sick and I live alone and um, it it was really hard. So I went to the internet, um, which as a nurse, I tell everybody, don't do that. It's the worst thing that you can do, which a lot of times it is. Um, But I came across a PPPD group and I was reading it and it was devastating because it was so filled with symptoms and it was so sad and I've been sick for 17 years. People were saying, and there was nothing to do. And I've tried this and that and meds and, and everybody's life just seemed so horrible and debilitating. And I was like, Oh my gosh, is this, is this my destiny? Like, I just, I was so upset that no one could do anything. And, and the doctors and everybody kept saying, um, yeah, Yeah, we're not sure, you know, why you're gonna have to figure it out. And I was finally diagnosed with triple PD by two different ENT people, because I kept thinking, oh, I want a different diagnosis than than this. And, um, so then I went on Facebook and I found a, um, a PPPD, uh, group. And as I was reading it, you know, people were like, has anything helped you? Um, and people have said different things, uh, visual therapy, vestibular therapy. And somebody said, uh, you have to read this book called rock steady. Um, and I was like, okay. So I Googled rock steady and I, I found the book and I thought, well, I, I, I gotta, I gotta try this. So I ordered it that day uh, and it came in the mail about four days later. And I started reading it and I was like, geez, you know, I think this girl has something because as a nurse, you learn about neuroplasticity, same thing as a teacher, you know, how all the neurons work and you know that stuff. And um, that all makes sense. And then something bad happens where, you really then have to think about things and knowing a little bit about the human body. I was like, well, maybe this is the way. So I read through the book and, uh, um, you know, did my little worksheets, made out little worksheets, and was working, working along with it. And um, I haven't been able to work, so people would call and ask me how I was doing. And I'm like, I'm doing my homework, and they're like, <laughs> What do you mean homework? I'm like, Well, you know, my book. I, I'm I'm doing this Rock Steady um, book and following through and stuff. And it, really, it 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 was it was life changing. Like it's I like I got kind of teary because it was so I was in a bad, 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 bad place. And, you know, nobody gives you hope when you have this diagnosis. And, you know, Joey, reading your book, and you know, you're so positive And, you know, you, you say such nice things, and it makes you rethink. And, you know, I am going to treat myself well. And, I am going to do all this stuff that she says. And, you know, um, the fact that, you know, Joey, you've gone through this stuff too, which I would never wish that on anybody, but it really makes you that much more believable. Because if you've never heard of neuroplasticity, and it's a really big word, and it's hard and it's confusing, at least people can say, well, you know, she went through it and she says she's really good now. So that gives us, you know, the the readers and 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 people who are going through this, you know, hope. And if nothing else, like that's so much more than I got from 15 doctors I think that I've seen was 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 hope. So, you know, that is just so <laughs> It's, it's, it's game changer because up until then I was like, oh my gosh, my life is going to suck from now on. I'm not going to be able to do anything. I'm never going to get better. Everybody says I'm not going to get better on the Facebook pages. So reading that and there's so much negativity. And then I found your Facebook page and I was reading that and I'm like, oh, this is really nice you know, we're, we're working together and, and, you know, praying for each other, even though you're not, you know, you don't have to be religious, but, you know, you say that if we all kind of, you know, deal with this together, you know, we can get through it. And, and um, the, the, the book is awesome. The book is awesome. And, you know, I've heard, um, I've listened to a lot of your podcasts and stuff, and, you know, people have said the same thing I'm saying and, and, you know, um, you should charge more for your programs, and because they're so, you know, they're they're so helpful, and and you know, a- absolutely, absolutely. But the fact that they're not crazy expensive also makes I think us feel that you really do care, and that this is not just like a money grab for you, and you have so many free like resources out there and all your, you know, podcasts and your YouTube things, you know, they're all free. And it's, it really, I think makes us feel that you personally care about me, which is weird because I don't know, I don't know you, but that makes a really big difference. And I think, and I don't want to speak for other people, but I think that's, you know, that's your little thing that makes you really so, so special, Joey, you're, you're awesome.
0: Thank you so much. I just want to, I want to speak a little bit to, to the Facebook groups. And, and first of all, the Rocksteady book comes with a free online workbook. So you can read the book do the at-home exercises which are at the end of each chapter and then there's more digital resources available for free the links in the book the url link Um, and the facebook group is also free it's open to the public and the reason for that is i think the conversations we have which are focused entirely on how people are healing not if they heal not why won't i heal not my symptoms this my symptoms that it's it's a study group it's highly focused on how am I implementing neuroplasticity and did it work for me it's the trial and error exploration so some posts are highly inspiring and people nail it and they're having a great you know great time with it another time people are posting saying I'm having challenges because what I'm trying is not working but it's a great post anyway because it's talking about their journey of moving through challenge moving through struggle and how they're supporting themselves which is a huge part of that emotional spiritual journey so if you're listening to this and you feel like you're in facebook groups that are perhaps dragging you down and you're feeling hopeless and there's there's no support for you in those groups stay there for as long as you need to 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 connect to your pain and to connect to your struggle which is an important part of healing and if and when you feel ready join our facebook group which is entirely focused on how to heal and you will see person after person over the the globe Sharing how they're navigating this rock steady neuroplasticity process, um, and yeah, I agree. You wouldn't wish any of these symptoms or these struggles upon anybody. However, they've profoundly changed my life. Uh, I'm definitely the person I am now because I've gone through it. I'm much more closely connected to myself, to my heart, to my authenticity. Because they forced me, they flawed me. I, you know, I literally went through suicidal thoughts and desires because I think it was actually part of me had to die part of my egos had to die in order for this new more gentle um, more willing more aware more open part of me to rebirth so it was a very difficult time for me and now I almost feel like I can't remember having symptoms you know it's almost like it's so far in my past that I guess there's a distance growing between that that person I was who was hopeless, helpless, isolated, struggling. And then ne- the next stage was I was healing, getting better and passionate to help people heal and going, oh, my God, the messages out there are inadequate. As health professionals, we are letting these people down. We have to change our methodologies for educating and bringing neuroplasticity resources to the table because they work. So then I became like the, the advocate, passionate about helping Um, and yeah, and I think now I'm in a different, a different phase where obviously I'm still passionate. I want more and more people to have access to these resources. Um, but yeah, I I can't almost remember what it felt like to have triple PD or migraine. So when I read my book, it's reminding me of what it was like. (laughs) So I really do want people to know that this stuff works and it really changes us and you can have hope and it's essential to have hope because if we don't have hope, we don't get started. And if we don't get started with implementing these trial and error changes in our home practice, in our home exercises, in our exploration, if we truly remain stuck emotionally and spiritually, well, there's no neurological change either. So symptoms are likely to remain unchanged for as long as we're stuck. So I, I think having hope, connecting to the pain and then wanting to change out of that you know, is a really important part of the path. And I, and I hope that reading my book helps many people navigate their choices and understand their options way beyond what is possible for a doctor to explain in a 15 or 30-minute consult. Mm-hmm. You know, t- reading a book is very different to short consults with health professionals. And I think having access to good quality educational resources was lacking, and that's where I'm hoping this book will really um have global impact because we're seeing your story, my story, we're seeing it all through Europe, like Northern Europe, Eastern Europe, Western Europe, UK, Africa, Asia, North and South America, it's literally global. Australia, Mm. New Zealand, the story is on repeat and too many people are believing that there's no cure, too many people are believing there's no hope. And I think that's what Dana and I are passionate about changing, and that's why we're here today. I'm just curious, Dana, if you wouldn't mind perhaps sharing some of the home practices, home exercises, or the workbook stuff that you explored, uh, how how that supported you, or just giving us some examples of, 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 you know, the homework
1: you gave yourself? Right. So every, every day I was doing my, my homework and that was, you know, read, you know, reading your, reading your book, listening to your podcasts. Um, The thing that I, struggled with always. I'm very type A and go, 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 go. I, I had my stuff together. Like I was really, really busy and I, <laughs> life was going perfect. You know, I had two, three, four jobs. I went back to school many times. Um, so I was always in control. I never had any mental health issues, nothing like that. And I just, no one was forcing me. To do those things, that was just me. Go, 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 go. And then, you know, this happened um, nine months ago, and I read the book, and you know, the the, you know, a couple of things that you know that you talked about. You know, you are expert in you. Um, give yourself the time, space, structure, and permission to heal this was so significant to me. If your body could speak, if your, if your body could speak, what do you think it might say to you? And to me, that was, that was life. That was life changing because looking back before the vertigo, little signs were creeping in that I ignored. I, I had t- uh, tinnitus didn't really, you know, learned about it in nursing school. Like, oh, what's this? What's this heartbeat? Why do I have a heartbeat in my ear all of a sudden? Right. So, so looking back now, I can say fully that my body was giving me little signals. Dana, slow down. Like you, 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 you can't do this anymore. You need to slow down. And then you have society and your parents or friends going, well, you got to keep going. You can't retire. You're only 54, you know, you're only 53 years old. You got to keep going. You got to keep going. I'm like, yeah, 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 yeah. But no, the answer to that is no, you know, I know what's best for me. Um, and you need to listen to your body. That's, Like, if that's my one little gem that I got out of it, it was that. And I will tell you, um, stress is crazy for this illness. You know, my father ended up in the hospital with quadruple bypass surgery. And when he was sick, I got sick, 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 sick as well, you know. And so you have to decrease the stress in your life. And you have to slow down and you have to listen to your body. And that is the, the the biggest thing that I took away from the book and from all the, you know, all my little exercises and all my little notes that I have. And I kept writing, you know, slow down, slow mm-hmm. down, slow down. And that's fine to know it and, and, and realize it, which is ginormous but then doing something about it right how how do you do something about it You, you know do you do you quit work do you get rid of people in your life that are toxic do you and so I have changed my total life around um and I am starting to feel better you know, because I'm, I'm listening. Can I ask a couple
0: of personal questions and yeah. feel, free, feel free not to answer, but my two questions yeah. that I'm like, oh, I would love to hear is yeah. number one, what, so for triple PD, it's persistent postural perceptual dizziness, which means these are moments when it's like, we feel like we're constantly drunk or hungover or like an astronaut. There's, there's some kind of weird movement, which can be described in infinite ways that's in the body, in the head. And from all accounts, we look normal. The test results are essentially normal, but we don't feel normal. So it's this inner uncertainty and instability, unsteadiness. It's awkward. It's typically accompanied by loss of confidence, isolation, you know, withdrawal from from social activities, things like this, because we just don't feel right. You know, that's the, the classic, not quite right. So coming from that place, what were your desired sensations? What were your neural pathways you were actively working at home, your homework to
1: build? Are you, are you happy to share some of those? Um, yeah. So I, you know, and, and, and you say in your book, you, you know, don't focus on, 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 on the negative things. And I think your first reaction is to say, well, I want to feel normal right? Like I want to feel normal, which means you want to feel the way you did before, you know, the, the onset of this, but I just, I wanted, I wanted to have hope and I wanted to have power o- over this. Um, and, you know, you, 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 you teach us, you know, to have gratitude, which in the beginning is almost impossible because you're like, how can I be grateful for this? It's ruined my life. Right. So, um, you know, learning, you know, learning those things and taking a step back, um, was, was was really h- huge. I, I mean, I'm like I'm dizzy twenty four seven. Like people say, oh, when you have flare ups, I'm like, people have flare ups. <laughs> like I'm like this all the time. So I want I I wanted that to 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 go away, and I'm still working on that. But I will say, my tinnitus, I have ninety nine percent gotten rid of that and when it does come i can get rid of it so that was all your positive thinking and and don't pay a lot of attention to it which is so difficult because it it kind of runs your life right so um uh, so so i want get- to i want to bring you back to the question cuz actually the
0: goal is not to get rid of anything Right. Even though that can be the outcome. And it's wonderful. Right. What, like for me, that's the outcome for sure. And for you, that sounds like that's the outcome. And, and, and that's it's a great place to arrive to, but it's important. That's not the goal. The goal is to build the neural pathways we want to feel. So what I'm hearing from you, correct me if I'm wrong, yeah. is you desire to feel steadiness. Yes. You desire to feel a sense of control and power over your life and over your inner world. Yes, And you're navigating how to build those pathways. So it's not about accepting symptoms. It's not about focusing on getting rid of symptoms. It's actually about acknowledging those sensory pathways are there. They're they're giving me messages and they're they're certainly giving me a wake-up call and a reality slap. But what am I going to do with them? I'm going to focus on uh, actively finding where I locate inner peace and stability, steadiness in my body. And that's the journey of exploration. Is it in my feet? Is it in my hips? Is it in my heart? And the more we focus on that desired sensation that we're cultivating and building and strengthening through repetition, and this is the rock steady process. um, That's when the brain changes, when it stops becoming about getting rid of X, Y, Z and it starts becoming building ABC. Right, right and I think and I think what we're talking about here is really big in chapter two and I specific like as you've mentioned already I specifically say it's no use saying we want to feel normal because what does normal mean and reality is is if you look at the normal curve in the general population a lot of people are depressed and anxious and not doing so great so we don't necessarily want to aim for normal what we want to do is be specific about how we want to feel and really common feeling words are You know, I want to feel relaxed in my body. I want to feel calm in my body. I want to feel at ease in my body. I want to feel strong, stable, courageous, resourceful, powerful, confident. And different people will target different neural sensory networks. So a lot of my male clients will go for, I want to feel resourceful and courageous. And they focus on building that. And a lot of my female clients will say, well, actually, I just want to feel calm. Like I feel so... On edge, yeah. I've forgotten what calm is. So that will become their primary focus. And it doesn't matter what it is. And with time and with like, like me right now, I'm constantly changing what neural pathways I'm focusing on and building because I'm growing with my life, with, with my inner selves. And also the idea of stability and, and inner peace is kind of easy for me now, it's automated. Those, those pathways are strong. So now I can focus on feeling, uh, for me, like perhaps a deeper sense of contentment, joy, blessings, bliss, you know, higher states that I previously would have poo-pooed and been like, whatever, that's a hippie word. Now I'm open (laughs) to them, right? So coming back to desired sensations is very personal. It does change, but it's just, I think it's a really key conversation. And and again, go visit chapter two and the homework there in chapter two, because that's what it's getting you to really um, detail. Now, my other question for you is, would you be willing to share any of the little practical home exercises, whether it be taking the challenge of the no big deal approach, whether it be Taking the challenge of self-kindness for a week, changing how you talk to yourself, whether it be a standing body scan, sitting body scan, lying body scan, or did you invent any? Were there any little home exercises that you found really poignant that you'd be willing to share with the listeners just so they can get an idea of what a neuroplasticity practice is?
1: Yeah, I, I think um, you know the the that whole self kindness and you know positive talking and you know finding those things that you do that bring you you know that awe that you talk about and and for me it it is calm. I I want to feel calm because I've never felt my neurological system so like. Mm. You know, know, I, I mean, I I'll be lying in bed at night and I'll like, (sighs) right. Like, it's like, I'm jumping out of a plane and it's like, you know, we all get those little twitches or whatever, but like, this is like a full body, right? Like, so, so there is something going on there that's not happy. Right. So I have a beach not far from here. So calm is, is what I, hope for so you know I go down to the beach and I sit at the beach because that's my happy place you know and just all the positivity and and you know watching the waves and watching the ducks and listening to the to the waves come come in all those you know putting yourself in a position that you're loving what you're doing you know, when you, you, you know, you speak of, of the violin um, and, and for me, it's, it's the, the beach. So every day I walk, which is crazy hard to do, right? Because you're so uh, not quite right all the time. Anyways, I am. Um, so I do that. I, I make a point to do that. Um, I do the body scans. I like the standing up one. Mm -hmm. um, you know, you, you, like you, you say, you know, everybody sways, right. And I get my, I got my mom to do it. I'm like, here, you know, do, you know, do this or do that. And, you know, I'm like, oh, well, she's doing it. She's, she's normal. Right. So I, I, I do do that. Um, at night when, uh, when I go to bed, I do another body scan and I've been doing like meditation to try to, sleeping is difficult. So, you know, I've been doing tapping, I've been doing tapping and stuff and you, you speak of that as well. And, and that's really, um, that's really been, been helpful, um, as, as well. But I think the biggest part is just giving myself, um, the time and, just being really, really nice to me. You, you make a comment about something about, you know, treat yourself like you would your, your, your best friend. And that was pretty. Wow. (laughs) You know, that's so, that's so true. And I am doing that probably for the first time in my life that Yeah. You know what? This is, this is about me and I don't care what the rest of you think that I should be doing. This is, you know, this is about me and this is my time and this is my space. And I know if I don't do it, like I'm going to have a heart attack or stroke. Like I know this you know, this, this, this dizziness, this tetan or tinnitus is a warning sign for something bigger to come because your body can only do so much. And you're teaching me to step back and just be really nice to me. Because if a girlfriend of mine was telling me the way I'm feeling, I would say, Slow down, you know, take that day off, call in sick, use up all your vacation, go to the spa, go to the beach. Well, why don't we do that to ourselves? We don't, right?
0: Well, this is this is the Rocksteady path, and and a, and a lot of this is is further elaborated from a practical implementation point of view in the Rocksteady program. So, you know, module each of the six modules online gives very concrete examples of how to implement this. And in module four, we look at self-regulating emotions and being in the sympathetic nervous system versus the parasympathetic nervous system and how we can manipulate that and participate, keeping us coming back to calm all the time. And module five looks at having a plan. So how can I be that voice? How can I be that best friend? And how can I have a structure in place? So if I'm having a really great day, I'm not debilitated by the what ifs. I'm actually just at the beach having fun. And if I'm having a middle of the road day, how can I calm it back down so I feel normal again instead of um, blowing it out, ignoring it? And then if I'm having an atrociously difficult day for whatever reason, how can I call in all of my resources? How can I get people dropping off meals? How can I call the boss or get babysitters? So being really strategic means that we're always resourced nothing we have nothing to be afraid of because we know that every single day i've got it covered and we learn to become that best friend the other thing i wanted to make a comment on and this is kind of almost shifting into but you know a kind of private therapy conversation but i feel like it's really really useful for for all of us to be reminded that you know we can live our lives looking through what could be called like the fear lens or the symptom lens and so it can be everything's hard, everything's symptomatic. You know, I'm always 24 7 dizzy. I'm always this, I'm always that. Life is hard, da 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 da. And everything we experience is coming through that lens with that flavor, right? Nothing wrong with that, but it's good to explore and experiment with life through that filter and honestly sit down and reflect on how did that feel for me? Did it work? Did I, do I finish the day feeling full, feeling revived, feeling refreshed? Or am I drained and exhausted and a bit bitter, right? Then the other lens, which I think gets neglected and not spoken about very much, is the sensory lens, the willingness to feel lens, the acceptance lens. There's no judgment here. So there is no positive and negative. We're not letting in positive things and blocking out negatives. We're actually just allowing ourselves to feel whatever we feel Mm -hmm. with this self-kindness approach. And there's this relaxed kind of openness through the sensory lens to allow the sounds of the ocean in to allow the sense of the touch maybe of the sand on our feet yeah. to, to allow ourselves to perhaps put our hands on our hips and really just feel our center we're letting the sensory world literally touch us we're feeling it and we're not judging it as a good day or a bad day a good sensation or a bad sensation so that we remove the judgment and and I think we, allow, we really allow that feeling process in, even if the feelings are uncomfortable or awkward or not quite right, we're still allowing them in with that really friendly supportive holding, which keeps the brain in the parasympathetic rest, repair, relax system. So there's no flight, fight, freeze or judgment activated. And so I think playing with these different lenses of perspective, again, there's no right or wrong, We can live here or we can live there. We can jump between the two, but knowing we can jump between the two gives us our power back because instead of everything being difficult and hard, it becomes interesting. It becomes unique. It becomes curious. It becomes, oh, how can I play with this? So, you know, I've had many, many triple PD clients who are fully recovered now, and it's come through shifting into that sensory lens. And knowing that if they're unstable or unsteady, they can activate steadiness and find it because they know how to use their sensory body. And it could be very simple strategies like putting their hands in their pockets and walking on the beach and having that sensory contact with their core and their center means it's almost like they've got the steering wheel and they're back in control. And that proprioceptive system is taking over. Instead of being up here where all the dizziness is living, this is all the neural dizziness structures are up here they drop down into the hips, the thighs, the knees, the calves, the feet, and they actually activate the the steadiness pathways that override. And then that's what becomes front and center. And then, then of course, they, they feel like a new person. So learning to play with our neural pathways and our language, it's such a journey and it's simple. Anyone can do it, but I think it, it takes that kind of trial and error approach um does that do you relate with any of that at all Dana
1: yeah yeah and 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 it's uh, you know living living today and living now in this very moment you know it, it it it's so hard not to look in the past and say well when I was you know pre this you know this is how I felt or or you know geez what's what's the future gonna be like right so that's I think hard for a lot of people and it's a big struggle for me to live right now to you know today let's not worry about then like let's just do today and then tomorrow we'll we'll do tomorrow right so so that the whole grad you know the whole gratitude piece and when you say you know all these feelings we have are everybody has these feelings it's just some of us you know they, they they've they've uh, exp- they they've exploded and um it's, it's very sad but i went to visit a friend of mine who uh just recently had had a stroke mm. um and i thought i'm complaining about these feelings that i have but he would kill to have those feelings. And it kind of like, wow, you know, you're you're right, even though there might not be our favorite feelings, they're feelings and some people don't even have that. Yeah. So gratitude you know that gratitude is that's a that's a big one. that's a yeah. big one. But that that situation kind of brought all that home to me. That yeah. you know I'm I'm grateful that I feel anything.
0: Yeah, and this is where the, the, your your process of going from the judgment, which is how we're brought up in society everybody yeah. like nobody grows up without being swimming in an ocean of judgment because we're told from birth things are right and wrong good bad etc right and 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 shifting into this place of really seeing the miracle of life and accepting life as it comes to us and passes through us with with a willingness to feel it really does shift away from the judgment it becomes a non-judgmental experience it's like standing under the shower and just letting ourselves feel the water instead of judging the water as cold, hot, right, wrong, good, bad. Um, And just literally letting life wash over us and through us. And that comes through having safety in the body, which is where it all comes back to those body scans, which are a fundamental implementable practice. And they teach us the skill of observation and non-judgment, right? Because if we body scan with judgment and say, well, I shouldn't feel this and I don't like this and it's not my preference and it's not my favorite, we're not actually using neuroplasticity we're just having a go at ourselves right we're just being like the outer world around us and what we're doing is we're learning how to create a new inner world that's safe friendly supported gentle compassionate calm and that creates that in order to do that we need to create the ability to feel in our body in our sensory body and that's all five senses and um it's a journey. It took me honestly, well over 10 years to create safety in my body. And a lot of that was because I had no education and no one guiding me. Right. Quite the opposite. I had very rigid, strict judgmental yoga teachers like bullying me. So I, I had, you know, it was almost like I had the odds stacked up against me and, I, and I had to learn how to self-preserve yeah um and so that's a lot of my compassion came from me because i i wasn't getting it in the outer world so in 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 writing the rock book in building the rock program and the seven days of support program and my new overcoming trauma program my intention is that it, this healing can be quick and easy it doesn't need to take a long time we're all different but honestly once the education and understanding the resources and the role modeling is there it can be really easy. And it, I think a lot of people um, kind of have this, if I was to summarize it, it's almost like they go from from A to Z in the alphabet and the, the journey is like this hard slog of A, B, C, D, building up skills, building up learning. And by the time you get to X, Y, Z, it's just like, oh, it's so easy. <laughs> so mm. we have this, we have this like kind of learning period and then suddenly everything just clicks and falls into place. And we're like, oh, why haven't I been doing that my whole life? And the answer to that question is because we weren't ready and we probably didn't have the safety support and, and resources. So it takes as long as it takes. And I don't believe we can force healing, but we can be open to it and we can use the support resources in the community that we need to, to nurture that A, B, C, D, E, you know, and so on. So it sounds but like you're-
1: it's hard to, I mean, so many of us, you, you know, are seeking, you know, our, our doctors, our ENT, our neuro people to, to, to do this and why, because that's always the way it is. You have a, you know, an appendix attack, you go get your appendix out, like they fix you you know, you have that rough time of, 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 of healing or whatever, but eventually they, they 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 fix you. Right. I mean, you should probably keep your appendix or whatever, you know, you're born with it, but, but you know, the, the nice part about the book and stuff is that you give us, you give us the 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 knowledge that you know what we have the power that we're the empowered ones and and you know once yes you don't have a brain tumor or ms or, or whatever you know you are the only one who has the power and i would say a, a small portion of people ever get to that you know um so you know, you say, well, it's, it's easy, but it's easy for a small portion of people because most people don't get to that. I think
0: because I think it's changing and, and the, our, I believe on the planet, the consciousness is changing. And I think when we look at the whole person and their physical, mental, emotional, spiritual well being and their interconnectedness with the ecologies of the planet the medical world take up the tiniest little slither of knowledge and expertise. And we're starting to realize, Oh, I put all my faith in the medical system. What was I thinking? That's not fair on the doctor. The doctor doesn't understand my spiritual history. The doctor doesn't understand my emotional inner life. And that just those two alone, the emotional inner world and the spiritual inner world are neurologically embedded in my body and contributing to how my brain and body are pulsing neural patterns. The doctor cannot contribute to that and it's not their training and it's not their job. So I think you're quite right. Previously, it was very much like the doctor is God, the doctor knows best, the doctor right. can and will fix me. And if it's a linear issue and problem like a splinter and you just pull it out, that right. is a miracle, right? But we're not talking about linear conditions. We're talking about wholehearted, whole human, complicated chronic conditions that have physical components but also have deeply ignored and overlooked mental, emotional, spiritual components to healing. And while I think you're right, not many people are learning about this and and getting the education, it's changing. You know, My my, my book's only been out for a few months and thousands and thousands and thousands of people are, are reading it and healing and I'm getting messages all the time, I can sleep now, I had insomnia, I'm sleeping now. this has changed my life and so i think it's again it's just about understanding we get and a lot of people say to me i you know you just popped up on my computer on youtube and it's like in that moment they were ready for this conversation previous to that with three years of online researching they never found rocksteady so it's like one day it just came up and it's like there's this sense of serendipity and timing and, and I feel so many medical doctors are really supportive of this process. They get it, they understand they're limited. They understand the complexity of a human being and they feel powerless that they can't go in and fix your mental, emotional, spiritual world, but they can't. And so they're, they're, it's changing. I think the conversation's changing. I think the expectations are changing. And I think the, the rigid, judgmental, diagnostic, right, wrong, abnormal, normal conversation is changing. Because the reality is, is you're not triple PD, you're Dana right. and understanding Dana and her neural networks that she wants to build. That's your ticket home, not getting rid of triple PD, right? It's right. a totally different approach to
1: healing. Well, We've got great resources now, and 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 like I said, I, I just totally came upon your 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 book through through one of these other um, Facebook pages, and whenever somebody says, "Oh, you know, I'm I'm at my wits end," I'm like, "You should read Rocksteady. You yeah. should read Rocksteady." And and you know, seriously, Joey, like you you're helping so many people and it's and it's so wonderful and you have such a nice way about you and you you've said you know something about your accent you felt like oh you didn't know if you wanted to do these kind of things because your accent you're lovely lovely to listen to you you really know you really are you have a very nice voice in a very nice way about you and and I think people like I said before feel like you you really do care about them and and that's that's very nice because I mean you know I'm from Canada and everybody's supposed to be so lovely up here but nobody is you know even said hey have you heard about neuroplasticity like you know what I mean they could have at least put that out out there like why don't you read about neuroplasticity that might help you instead of just saying oh yeah Hmm." I think I think the truth is I firmly believe everyone's doing their
0: best and if they could have told you that they would have and and I and I I really hope more and more medical and health professionals get a hold of my book I hope they take at least a read of the chapter summaries and refer people to it because people don't need to be stuck there is a way to heal but we need the education to do it and it's no shame on anybody it's like you can't play the piano until you get a piano and a teacher and you start practicing it's exactly the same with changing our sensory world. And if we want to redesign our inner world and feel normal again, we don't focus on getting rid of symptoms, we focus on rebuilding whatever the heck normal means to me. So it's right. this whole self study in a inner process. It's very accessible and um and yes, I have lots of pay what you can scholarships for people particularly in third world countries where there is just no way they can afford uh right you know, with currency exchanges and things like that. So it's super accessible. The book's available. There's a bunch of free resources online. There's my seven day support program, overcoming trauma program, and then the full comprehensive rock steady program, which is very thorough and supportive for that, that ongoing work for people who want it and need it. So I hope that everybody listening to this who feels a bit stuck or, um, you know, isolated, helpless, hopeless, powerless at their wits end, all I can say is trust your body and know that when you're ready, this neuroplasticity process will probably start to make sense for you. And the, the, the readiness and motivation will come because finance isn't a barrier. And if, if we want the support, the support is there. That's why we have those scholarships to help people.
1: And there's so much stuff on YouTube. I mean, you have so much stuff on YouTube that, you know, I mean, when I go to bed at night, that's, you know, that's what I, I listen to you talking to all these other people who are similar to, to myself and, that's and uh, it, it's super helpful. Yeah. Yeah. Cause we're yeah, not yeah.
0: alone. And I think that's a really big part of healing. And actually that's been the game changer for the Rocksteady program is we have group calls and people get together and they ask their questions and they listen to the, the therapy Q and a. And a lot of people will say to me, oh my God, it was so good when Miranda asked that question because I didn't know how to articulate it. And when she asked it, I was like, oh my God, that's the question I could be asking. And so it's really helpful to have that sense of community and peer support. And um, yeah, there's like, gosh, probably almost a hundred hours worth of those calls of, of Q and A and that therapy style problem solving, uh, which again, just provides that sense of belonging and I'm not alone. And and also yeah. that that sense of feeling the, the connected compassion, not just for ourselves, but for other people too. And I think compassion is easier to feel for other people than it is for ourselves. So it's almost like by holding other people and their pain and their suffering and their journey and their insights and their healing and celebrating them, it teaches us how to hold our own pain and suffering and how to celebrate our own insights and healing, which, which often is harder. It's really curious, but that's, that's the way we're wired yeah yeah there's a lot there's a lot of hope so I want to just say I'm Joey Remini from seekingbalance.com.au jump on my website if you want to learn more about me and my offerings and Dana from Canada thank you so much for your time do you have any passing closing words um not not advice for people but just any closing words that you feel you want to share
1: yeah, I, I, I mean, I'm so happy I, I found your book because it, it really was a game changer. And, um, you know, the 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 point that really has stuck with me and has changed uh, my life is to um, really listen to your body and and you say your your body never lies you say something about your brain, your brain kind of does sometimes replace tricks on you, but, but your body never lies. And that was, that was really, um, yeah. Ah. Yeah. that was uh, a huge aha moment. And I think, um, I think, I, I hate to say this, but I think, especially as women, we're just programmed now to do all this stuff you have to work and you have to clean and you have to cook and you have to be a husband or you have to be a wife and a mother and you have to do all this stuff but if you listen to your body it 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 doesn't it doesn't lie and
0: I can completely relate to that and uh, we're just saying actually before we clicked record I feel like my body's calling me home again to question all right Joey how much are you giving how much are you giving to your family, to your growing baby, to your toddler, to your husband, to your community of thousands of people? And how much are you nourishing and receiving in? And is that balanced? Like, really? Is it balanced? Yeah. Are you on top of this? And so there's, there's these little reminders all the time. And, and I speak about it in the trauma conversation. It's not like we go and do therapy and we're healed for good. That's it. Job done. This is a daily check-in and it's a daily responsiveness with gentleness and kindness to whatever's arising because it's not about eliminating or deleting or having pure certainty i think the only certainty we can have in, as humans is change and to feel resourced and prepared for that change that's the game changer i can handle whatever comes because i have the resources to fall back on to hold myself through that yeah. and i've got the plan and so that to me is the definition of rock steady, and I think that actually comes through in the book, talking about the tennis player getting ready to return the ball. Yeah. You know, it's that yeah. responsiveness to what's coming at us, and the gentleness and kindness for when we drop the ball, and you know, it's okay. Just
1: try again. And and that it's 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 okay to be a little bit greedy. You you know, like uh, this is what I need. I give you and you and you this all the time, but now but now it's my time and I need to take this time and I'm going to do what I need to do. And if you can help me, that'd be great. But if not, that's okay too. I'm, I'm going to do it because this is what I need to do. And that's what my body's telling me to do. Yeah. Um, so that's, that's my biggest like aha moment that, that has and will Change my life and i've started already making major changes in my life um and
0: and that's the self permission you know i i I understand the the term greedy but it's not greedy it's it's necessary it's actually essential because the planet needs you yeah the planet needs you to be grounded and whole and sovereign and until you're in your power your sovereignty and you have energy to overflow to the world, you're not in service to the world, right? It's, it's actually not greed, it's necessity. Yeah. Just like our car needs petrol. Like it's not greedy, it just needs yeah. petrol. <laughs> it's, yeah. Like, yeah. it's a straightforward exchange. And it's interesting how, particularly as women, and it's interesting you're in the teaching and nursing fields where, you know, compassion, burnout and overgiving are really common. Yeah, So learning how to, to fill up and to honor and acknowledge that that fuel coming into your vehicle is a necessity. That's not greedy.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, that's that. Yeah. That's just fully shifting your relationship to how you interact with the world. And that's beautiful.
1: Yeah. I'm, I'm, I, I couldn't, I, I couldn't, I, I couldn't be happier really. I, I mean, it's, I know I have long journey, um, but I know I'm doing the things I need to do for mm. me. Mm. and i'll tell you they're not really popular. <laughs> my my decision making is 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 not popular around around my friends and family and and i yes. don't really care.
0: no, it yeah. happens. it happens. look, it's been such a pleasure to meet you. i hope i get to see the the beaches of canada one
1: day. yes, come visit, please. please. yeah,
0: yeah and that's that's really beautiful that you get that sensory enrichment when you visit the beach. Yes. And so I I celebrate you in that decision. You know, as you let yourself hear and feel and be touched and moved.
1: Yeah. Love um,
0: the and I suppose my wish for you is that your inner peace and steadiness comes with you, wherever Thank it's living in your body. It's probably not here. <laughs> it's right. probably somewhere down there. But that right. you have access to your inner peace and steadiness. I think that right. will be game, game changing for you.
1: Thank you. Thanks for everything you do, Joey. It's really It's It's, a pleasure. It's changed many people's lives. So thank you.
0: It's a pleasure. So visit seekingbalance.com.au if you want to check out more. And I'll put a link below to some of my programs and the book. So bye for now.
1: Bye. Thanks, Joey.